Hello, thanks for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends podcast. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there was more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In this episode, we're going to discuss some popular Christmas superstitions. Many people follow Christmas superstitions without giving much thought to the reasons behind them. They may not even realize that they are following folklore. Christmas time is a time that we do not typically associate with ghost stories or legends. This is usually reserved for Halloween. However, this was not always the case. In the 19th century, it was popular to sit around a fire on Christmas Eve and tell these kinds of stories. It's no wonder that the most popular Christmas story is a ghost story that is also steeped in superstition. Since 1843, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol has spooked readers with the tale of a man who is haunted by ghosts on Christmas Eve. So sit back and relax around the old Yule log. Just make sure the log has been found rather than bought, lest you may have bad luck in the coming year. Join us as we discuss some popular folklore surrounding Christmas. So we'll go ahead and start off by talking about the superstitions about decorations. I love decorating the house for Christmas. I always leave our decorations up until after the epiphany, or um, some people refer to it as old Christmas. The legend is that if you take down your Christmas decorations before then, it is bad luck in the new year. Well, you can't leave them up after Candlemas, which is February 2nd either, or that also brings bad luck to your home. Also goblins. Nobody has time for that. No one has time for that. Literally no one has time for that. There is a legend about the Christmas tree. This is one we break every year. You apparently are not supposed to bring it into your house and decorate it until Christmas Eve. Yeah, we have always put one up on Thanksgiving weekend. Putting it up before Christmas Eve apparently can bring you bad luck. Well, there you go. That explains everything, Mom. Folklore says that having greenery and green branches in your home at the end of the year is a way to make sure you have lots of luck with greenery in the new year. 
Well, we all know I can use all the help that I can get because I have a black thumb when it comes to gardening. There's also a superstition that what you dream on the 12 days of Christmas between Christmas and the Epiphany will come true in the new year. That's an interesting one. There is also a link between the weather on the 12 days of Christmas and what the weather is going to be in the coming year. Yeah, supposedly whatever the weather is on the days between Christmas and January 6th is how the weather will be on that corresponding month. That's crazy. I'll have to keep a record of it this year and see if that's right. So I always wondered why holly is such a popular Christmas decoration. I've always heard that it represents eternal life. I've always heard that too, that it represents Jesus. Well, according to the Scrabble website in an article called 10 Christmas Superstitions and Traditions, holly was used in the old days to protect against witches and lightning. So people started bringing it into their homes during the holiday season for that purpose. I love that article. It also said that if the holly was smooth, the wife would be the master. While if the holly is prickly, the husband will be. Girl, I'll be bringing them both just to stay on the safe side. The Scrabble website also mentioned that it is considered lucky to eat minced meat pies on Christmas Day. I have never in my life eaten one. What are they? According to Google, it's a sweet pie that is made of dried fruits and spices that used to be made also with meat, but they are not usually made that way today. Interesting. I've also never eaten one. Well, if you try one, just make sure that you do not use a knife or a fork on it. Doing this, as legend tells, will cut your luck in two. So you're only supposed to apparently use your hands and teeth to eat this. Thankfully, they look small in pictures. We will be back with our next Christmas superstition after this short break. Our podcast is growing, and it's so exciting to see all of our new followers on social media and the many downloads of our podcast. Most of our listeners come from iHeartRadio. However, we are on all the major podcast platforms. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us through. Your comments and likes help others find us. Thank you for tuning in to the Hoosier Myths and Legends. Now back to our show. Something else I've heard is about the Christmas candles staying lit on Christmas. Yes, folklore tells that you cannot ever blow out the Christmas candles. They have to burn themselves out or it is bad luck. Here is one that could be awkward. It's considered bad luck to refuse a kiss under the mistletoe. Yes, if you say no, you will have bad luck. But there is a loophole, ladies. The man is supposed to give you one of the berries. If he doesn't, then no kiss. Also, once all the berries are gone, then the kissing can stop. Well, you can't take the mistletoe out of the house, though. Yes, I guess it would fall under the not removing greenery from your house until after the new year. I found one about plum pudding. And I don't think I've ever had plum pudding. Me either. What's the legend about the pudding? Everyone in the home must help stir it three times and make a wish. You also can't tell anyone what you wished for. It won't come true if you do. Also, if you do not help stir, you won't find a husband in the new year. Aunt Mary, let's find a recipe for plum pudding and get to stirring. We need to find you a husband. (laughs) That's okay. I'm good. 
This is one I have not seen in a long time. But if carolers happen to stop by your house this Christmas, do not send them away empty-handed. You are supposed to send them off with a little food or money or the rest of the year will be bad luck. The next superstition is about giving shoes as a present. Well, this is one that I have definitely broken. Why can't you give shoes as a Christmas present? Apparently, giving the gift of shoes is bad luck because the wearer will walk out of your life. Last superstition is about the first one to open your door on Christmas Day. They need to shout something like, Welcome, Father Christmas. Doing this is supposed to get rid of any bad spirits. Have you ever heard of some of these Christmas superstitions? Are there some we missed? What Christmas folklore is a tradition in your holiday home? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to legends at gmail.com. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. source material, please visit our website, HoosierMythsAndLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook or on Instagram. Our theme song was written and recorded by Wet Blanket. The song title is Taxidermy Racecar. Wet Blanket is frontman Joseph Carpenter, lead guitar Earl Wilhelm, rhythm guitar Joshua Carpenter, bass Parker Warman, and drums Christian Kittle. As always, stay spooky.